0: Hi guys, thank you for listening! Today we are going to be talking about drag and drag queens. As a treat, I have invited the one and only Tinus to my podcast. And we are at his amazing residence, The Bohemian Residence. So, Tinus, please tell our followers a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I'm Tinus, I am 31 and I am a drag artist, a burlesque artist and a female impersonator. So um, I live in the Bohemian Residence which is located in Welby in Copenhagen and um, I have kind of devoted my whole life to my art. Not by choice, but it just happened to grow up around me. (laughs) Mm, Interesting, (laughs) very
0: interesting. So the first recorded use of the word drag in reference to actors dressed in women's clothing Mm -hmm. is from 1870s. So when did you start your drag? When did you start your drag?
1: According to my mother, my drag started when I was very little and I was sitting in the, uh, in the stroller Aww. and I was reaching for shiny stuff,
0: <laughs> so
1: she called me a raven. <laughs> um, and it's always been in the cards. As soon as I could learn to knit, I was knitting my own wig, Aww. you know, so it's, all, it's like I have lived a previous life doing drag and then I just continued from where I left.
0: Amazing, so who has taught you how to walk in heels and and work with makeup? Uh,
1: It's always been my deepest, um, it's always had my deepest respect and and attention to um, observe women, uh, especially women from the olden days, from when there were pin-ups and divas, like the old-fashioned kind of divas in old Hollywood. And uh, then I just started buying my own stuff when I could. Uh, and as soon as I went out with the newspapers and got some money, I literally went and bought a pair of stilettos and started to walk the, the halls and see, see how I was able to turn out. And oh. I, 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 I didn't know where to go with it at that time, but it, it, I guess everything just fell in place.
0: Oh, so how was your like, first real drag experience?
1: I have been experimenting with it for a very long time, uh, since I was very young. Uh, so do you mean by job or just my first time in drag?
0: Just first time in drag.
1: I I, I would. I wish I could give you a date and, and a year, but I cannot. It, it's always been, um, I've always been experimenting with my sexuality and with my personality and my look and my person in general. So um, it, it's always been a part of me to transform and to uh, live out my my different facets of my life.
0: Oh, well. Today there are a lot of well-known drag-related entertainment. We have Lilo Wandas, who is a German actor and well-known drag queen, mm-hmm. and we have Olivia Jones, who does these guided tours through St. Pauli and along the famous Reeperbahn. Mm-hmm. We also have RuPaul and his famous drag race mm-hmm. shows. Um, so a lot of queens are becoming more and more public. So please. Tell us a bit more about your drag, first of all.
1: My drag is uh, has become very polished. I'm not going for looking completely as a woman. I'm kind of going for the um, I can compare it with the Jessica Rabbit version, the cartoon version of a woman, where it's almost too good to be true. So the the waist is almost too tiny, and the butt is perfection, and the the, the costumes are hand sewn to uh, the finest details and Everything is very be- be- believable, but it's also uh, uh, completely unreal because no, no woman looks like that.
0: <laughs> oh, well, everybody, women, like every woman, sure, wants to look like that, though. <laughs> I, I can say I But would. it's
1: an illusion, though.
0: <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah. Um, so, who or how was your first drag character?
1: My first drag character was named Pépé Renard,
0: Ooh. and she
1: was a redhead, actually and was very inspired by the famous jessica rabbit oh um so i started doing her because i learned in the drag industry that you have to have a character and later on a couple years later when people always fucked up the names of tinus and babette and it's going to be the first or the last name and they said (laughs) tinus Renard, and they fucked it all up for me (laughs) so i was like do i even need this character because i I don't change when i get in, in full drag it, it is somebody uses drag as a way of letting go and then they can finally be themselves and say what they want because they can always blame the character but in my case it's more like I'm channeling my feminine side so that's why I just kept the name Tinus uh, both as a man and as a female because it's easier for the viewer to understand and it's way way better for me because I don't change. I don't change my voice. I don't change my singing voice. I don't change my jokes. I don't change my uh, the, my favorite meal. Or you know, there's no character work. It's just me in a wig.
0: Oh, that's awesome! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it works for me though. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that that is very inspiring. Um, so, how has your drag changed and evolved from when you started and up until now?
1: When I started, there was not uh, many ways to to seek information. Uh, <laughs> i feel so old when i say this but i i i was here when the internet got here <laughs> so um and youtube uh, came afterwards and all that shit. so so all the tutorial parts of how to learn quickly how to get uh get, get how to get well it was before my time so i had uh, to uh, uh, find inspiration in the other people that was around me and the other people that was around me was my beloved friend otb for example or people like Scottetta Jackson or some of the old-fashioned kind of drag queens that is like it's a little more uh, clown paint makeup and it's a little more exaggerated look Uh, and that they taught me how not to do (laughs) because that was not me I wanted to make it more believable so that people were actually in doubt so that the drag uh, uh, part of my art didn't get that much attention that it was more about my talents what I can do how I can make people feel
0: So, Tinos, like there are so many categories and boxes for the different sexualities, do we have them in, in the drag world and and what are they?
1: Unfortunately, we do. I wish that drag could just be an art form. And drag can be many, many things for people to express and develop. But um, th- it has sort of happened that the boxes has come in the drag community as well, so there is um, butch queens, femme queens, pageant queens, uh, lookalike queens, there are so many different boxes of how to be, which queen are you, bearded queen, la la la, there are many boxes um, and I really don't know which box I would be in because it it, it, ha- it does not have my attention with how to fit in a box. I, I uh, Every time somebody tries to put me in a box, I I am taught to push down the walls, <laughs> kick it off, uh, b- because I always want people to to get the unexpected from me. So if they think they know where where they have me, I, I will always deliver something unexpected t- to them. That's kind of a big part of my art. That people should never know where they have me. They they should know that I will always deliver, and that I'm a good guy, and I want people the best. But Art-wise, I will always find a way to surprise my audience.
0: That's amazing, because that's like that's the shock effect. That's like, oh my god, this yep. really happened. And
1: not just like, oh, another reveal. Yeah, no, no, no. Next time I'm going to rap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because nobody will expect me to rap, so I'm going to fucking find a way to rap. <laughs> oh,
0: I, I can't I need to, I need Wait
1: to. Wait for the Christmas <laughs> shows, oh
0: honey. <laughs> I, I have to be there, I have to be there, oh my god. So, Tinos, how tall are you in full drag?
1: Uh, I don't know how tall I'm in inches. In centimeters, I'm like two meters high. Oh, Yeah.
0: Oh, that's okay because most of my followers are British. So okay. I, I have no clue why, but it just happened. Okay, great. <laughs> um, well, um, what are your thoughts on queens becoming more and more like an entertainment normality?
1: That has been the the plan all along. Uh, it has always been in, in, in my biggest interest to make drag more usual, to make it more um, recent in, in, in the street view so that people wouldn't get so shocked or so surprised or meet us with so much hate or surprisement. I, I I would really like drag to just be common and since everybody is becoming drag queens nowadays and uh, RuPaul has turned the fucking cake around for us um, so people really 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 want drag queens everywhere and, and the, the more there, there is, the, the, the more competition there is. So people keep on getting better and better because there are many of us. And that is a good thing.
0: Oh, very nice. So what was your first job? My first job,
1: I actually remember because I was booked for a show in uh, the New Theater The New Theater it's called Yeah. Uh, in the basement They have this uh, Grotesque burlesque party Ooh. And they found me And they was like Do you want to do a show in here? And I was like do, I don't know if I can But uh, if there's anything I'm going to do with my drag It's burlesque And cabaret So I'll take the challenge up and then it was the most amazing experience ever people were eating off my hand and uh, i just could not stop doing it ever since
0: oh wow that <laughs> must have been that must have felt amazing were you really? nervous
1: yes of course i was nervous in the beginning of my career i was very nervous now the nerves has been switched with the uh, excitement. Oh, okay. But in the beginning, I was very nervous to, to to see if my vision, if I was able to transform that for uh, to, to their understanding, and luckily it was.
0: So how about your first childhood uh, job? You mentioned that you bought makeup when you were old enough. Yes. What did you do to uh, to earn the money?
1: I even got my Albanian father, who didn't approve of my sexuality or my. Uh, desire to wear women's clothing. Uh, I uh, I convinced him that he had to go buy me fake nails oh. when I was in like third grade because um, I needed them for something and he we went to magazine and he bought me a fucking pair of fake nails so I couldn't wear them for school and I was squeezing them inside my hand so no one could see but it was just so so nice to wear them. Wow! <laughs> it, it's been in the cards all the, all along. Uh, I've been, um, a, as a child, I've been delivering newspapers. Mm. I have been a cater waiter and I have been... Um, when I got older, I got a bartender, and I got a, a, a what's it called, podium dancer. When you mm-hmm. got, like a n- nightclub dancer. Yeah. Uh, everything I could to earn money. I cleaned um, uh, in a where my grandparents lived. There was this um, uh, place with all the houses where if you went to school and you had to go to a what's it called when you go uh, to w- with your school some place.
0: On a trip. On a, on, a, trip? Yeah, on a field trip.
1: Exactly. That's the word. Uh, then they could live in these small cabins, and ah. these cabins had to be cleaned and, and um, made nice. So I did that oh. for a big part of my childhood. <laughs> interesting,
0: <laughs> yes. very. Interesting.
1: Just to buy sequins and rhinestones and feathers and shit. Oh,
0: <laughs> amazing! I should do, I should actually learn. Uh, I should actually learn to do that. Clean? <laughs> no. Also, <laughs> no. I got I got a husband for that now. Oh, great
1: girl! You did good. <laughs> oh,
0: are you proud of me? <laughs> yes. But um, and you just. Generally, being feminine, uh, maybe I should learn a little bit more about that. I should go to some of your... Uh, you did classes on that one. I'm
1: still doing classes.
0: I should really go to some of your the classes. Strange,
1: the strange thing is that it takes a male to learn, to, to learn females to be females. That's so weird to me. But, but uh, And then on the other hand, not because I've spent my whole life my whole life watching females how they do the small gestures of their hands or the way they talk or the way they uh, sit with their legs or the way they suck their belly in and do things uh, calmly and slowly and other females uh, uh, tend to get more competitive with each other instead of learning by each other Hmm. i just sat there quietly and looked and learned so I, i know what women do and how they get what they want just from their body language and stuff so burlesque
0: definitely need to have lessons with you i can hear that oh my god Uh, do you do seduction seduction is burlesque okay super i'm coming for the guys we're stopping the podcast i'm starting lessons bye So when did your career for real kick off?
1: I guess it started to kick off back in 2011 when I was um, was competing uh, Miss World and uh, Queen of the Night competitions, same same competitions of that year and won both. Yeah. Uh, and before that nobody even knew my name uh, and I only participated because mm-hmm. I wanted to get on the map.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and then people started calling and calling and calling and i had to do more and more and more and it was very nice and then i stopped doing drag because i uh, it's a whole lot of work girl. it takes a lot of nerve and a lot of uh, patience and a lot of time so uh, i got filled up and i felt that people didn't want to pay what it costs for all the preparation um and then i was like no i'm just gonna do boyly shows then as a male and uh, i'm gonna sing the same cabaret songs and i'm gonna uh, create the the same. Um, environment for the uh, for the audience, but uh, I found that people were like, okay, Tinus is not doing drag no more, then he's not performing no more. So all the jobs went away. <laughs> oh no. And, and I only had a few, and uh, it, it was a really big uh, test for me to find my masculinity, because it's easy for me to be feminine, but it's harder for me to get past the... Um, Non-sexual uh, line in the middle and go to the masculine side. So that was uh, my test, and I, I uh, unfortunately didn't get to to uh, to give it that much attention because people rather wanted me in drag. So it's all about what the audience wants. So now I'm here back and drag.
0: <laughs> You're back, honey. Back,
1: honey. Back <laughs> in drag, and um, uh, now I do a whole lot of television. Uh, yeah, so th- notice that today you are you are nothing if you're not in the television. If, if 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 I did theater work only or nightclubs, nobody would know my name. But because you're in the television or at YouTube or in the social media world, then you are somebody nowadays. That changed as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, so we've already talked about this, but most women would kill you or kill somebody to have your legs. Like <laughs> like generally. I'm, I think I'm thinking more about called glam queens, or what is it called? Uh, I don't know
1: about the boxes though.
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't care about the
1: boxes though. The, the,
0: the queens who are more blended. Yes, um, realistic. Like you, queens, and your legs, when you're sissying that walk, I mean, oh my god, like my heart <laughs> stops. Like, seriously, I have had crushes on queens where I was like, Mm-mm, if you weren't a man, <laughs> you would be mine, like, for real. And you're one of them, oh, just saying. Thank you. I love so tall sweet. bitches, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but not to mention the drag queens that are are more, I've noticed you guys are more perfectionist and creative. Uh, that's how your mind functions, and I think it's so effing amazing the way you play with makeup the way you play with your characters the way you kind of evolve and explore all of your options as a female mm. um, and comparing women to drag queens i mean <laughs> you ladies you take the prize home like, <laughs> femininity right there you know so we women could actually learn a lot about being feminine and how to use our femininity yeah. In the world yes. Just by watching you guys But seriously How do you work past the pains Like I mean the heels The lacing How do you do it?
1: I am so fucking stubborn <laughs> <laughs> And I am as you said a perfectionist So I would rather suffer for beauty Than I would be half done okay. It's all about selling the illusion If people appreciate it or not Which, which they usually do It is all worth it to me um, but I am uh, giving f- f- females a lot of respect for doing something like I do every day because it's a hard illusion to keep up nothing nothing is nice everything is uh, squeezing or or pushing or pressing or uh, itching or. Ugh. It's, yeah, it's a lot of pain
0: <laughs> You make it look like It's like the easiest thing in the world I can't It's the
1: whole art, you know Making it look easy So people uh. think that's nothing He's just walking across the station Full drag in high heels Like 13 centimeters No plateau <laughs> <laughs> Like he's trotting down the street And I'm it's... like y- Then you do it <laughs> Then exactly. you fucking do it I'm, I It's mean, really difficult
0: <laughs> I'm a woman And I can't even do it Like, <laughs> I My feet were killing me After 20 minutes of walking in Like, what was it? Mm, a nine centimeter heel, that's not oh. a lot, you know? And I'm like, oh my God.
1: That's I like used to vacuum in. <laughs>
0: See? That's what I'm saying. And I've had a corset on, and I was like, oh, God not breathe, you know? So yeah. I am... I, Deepest respect, I am in such awe that you actually do it and make it look so easy.
1: It really warms my heart that you're appreciating everything we're going through to serve the illusion.
0: I have definitely followed, uh, I've had drag queens uh, literally live at my place and get dressed to go out and to perform (laughs) from my living room. And I've spent so many hours watching them like gluing and tugging and you know, drawing and ripping. And I was just like, oh my God, I would have died halfway through that. I would, (laughs) like...
1: Ain't nothing comfortable about being a diva, though.
0: (laughs) I know, right? Wow. And I've even had a drag who dressed me up. And I was like, I don't know how you... Me to dance to this, but this that that's not gonna happen. And then
1: you sweat and your eyebrows start to come apart, and your <laughs> heel is broke. But you just gotta make it look easy anyway. And you have 15 quick changes, and you yada yada. Yes,
0: yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah, it's a very difficult uh, art form.
0: So, a question from our fans yeah? How do you commute to your different gigs? Are you on public transport, or do you go and do you drive, or what is your most used comm- uh, commutement transport.
1: Our car. Uh, your car. Yes. When uh, m- most of my career, I have been using taxi cabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the taxi cabs uh, starting getting weird. Uh, f- they didn't want to pick me up because I was in drag, and they didn't want to help me get in the car, and they didn't. They was telling me on the backside the whole way there how disgusting I was and I've had oh, wow. so many bad experiences with that shit, paying oh. for having a bad experience though. So,
0: oh, that's um, awful.
1: And then Uber came around and, and the, the same type taxi driver got out of the taxi and was holding the door for me and taking my luggage and putting it in and saying, how oh, you look fabulous tonight, where are you going? If you want to pick you up later, just call me. Tonight. And I don't care if it's about being rated, but I, that, that shit worked.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And we don't have Uber no more because uh, That's sad. the taxi uh, c- c- companies they got the whole um, monopoly. I don't know what you're yeah. yeah. They have it all now. So there's no Uber no more. So I have a wonderful <laughs> husband who is wonder- who is really really good at uh, at driving me around and otherwise I have to pay, pay uh, my friends to to drive me around because then I'm I'm sure I'm going to get home and or get from job to job on a, a tight schedule.
0: Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking like the tight schedule and Not only that, but like the whole part of going out public in full drag. Yeah,
1: people are being knocked down for a good word.
0: Exactly, and that worries me a lot because I know that we are in 2019. It is much better than what it has been, but it's still not good enough. Not
1: there yet at all. Exactly. It's like one month ago since a a, a Sweet Young... uh, I don't know if he was transgendered or if he was just a drag queen, but he got his face fucked up in a metro just for being himself. He didn't even provoke anybody or, you know.
0: That's so freaking scary. Like it's so
1: scary that, that we haven't come far further than that. Um, so we, we, we are going to get there and, and people should keep on appearing at the street or in the metro or everywhere so that people can get used to us being there. So it is not a reason. To, to smack somebody to the ground.
0: Well, I remember when uh, I was when I came out as a lesbian. Um, I was living with my grandfather, and I was seriously tiptoeing around him because I was like, he's so old. I don't want him to get a heart attack. And you know, it's not from his time. But over the years, I've actually realized that my grandparents. And, and and people from that age are actually much more open-minded. Yes, they are. You just have to, to the teach fact. them to the show fact. them what
1: it is because they 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 don't know how to use Google. You have to teach them how 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 it works.
0: No, but they like they love it. They're like, honey, you know, love doesn't have any sexuality. They don't have an age. It doesn't have anything. It just it just your emotions. Yeah. And then looking at it today, where major violence and hate crimes yeah. are being acted out by young people yeah. who supposedly has grown up with this.
1: Yes, it's so weird. But, what? but drugs and alcohol can do weird stuff to people and when they're in packs it gets even worse. If they're by themselves there's there's almost never any trouble. It's because they have to uh, butch up and uh, like show the other guys how, how cool they are and, and then they don't go for a big guy they go for a fucking sissy in a pair of heels that cannot... Uh, <laughs> defend herself. So it, it, it's the stupidest victim in the world to choose because it, it, yeah. it's easy to break a, a, a fucking drag queen with a suitcase and a stilettos and a wig and lashes and lenses and shit. We have nails on, we cannot <laughs> We cannot even walk stairs sometimes. Oh, it's yeah, very easy to hurt love. us, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. but
1: So yeah. car. Car is my preference. <laughs> Super. So I don't get into all that shit. I okay. paid a lot of money for my face. I don't want it to, to, <laughs> to get, get a room. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: true, know. true. So, <clears throat> we know that you can work magic with a sewing machine and yeah. a glue gun. But are you as creative with a screwing machine? Like, are you also a secret handyman?
1: Oh, you did your research, girl. <laughs> my father was a, um, a carpenter. Carpenter? Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: that's a carpenter.
1: Yeah, and uh, I've always been working with him as a child and been shown how to do stuff. And my mother, she was very in touch of her masculine side let's say it that way (laughs) so uh, she taught me how to do wallpaper and how to screw stuff and nail shit together so I my whole place I've I've built myself um, and all my props and set pieces I do myself as well it's a part of my creative process I want to do everything myself even down to the wig yeah
0: that is so amazing and we're just letting you followers know that walking in here is like a burlesque Bohemian Dream, like it's a
1: horror house. <laughs>
0: it is amazing. My husband refused to come because he was afraid he wasn't gonna come home again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh my god, I'm not gonna. He's like, I want I walked walked past uh, Tino's. I've looked into his uh, display rooms and I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my effing god. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going there now. And he's like, yep, yeah, nope, nope, I'm not coming home not again. Coming. <laughs>
1: He would just move in. (laughs) He
0: would actually, he would, he would. That's the craziest part. (laughs) So, Tino's my dear, you literally like live and breathe burlesque and the bohemian lifestyle. Um, And you are, per definition, the burlesque queen of Denmark. And it is the truth. (laughs) <laughs> um your home is, a, is is like an amazing experience and it you know but what inspires you to keep going in the burlesque bohemian direction
1: um it's not a choice i wake up and and and, and, and accept to every day it, it it has been chosen before I got here so uh, and i'm not even spiritual or uh, religious or anything it's it's it, I would work so much harder if I had to uh, work against what's natural to me and this is very natural to me. And everything around me inspires me. It can be a rock on the street, it can be you, it can be (laughs) a a conversation I have with my 80-year-old neighbor, it can be anything. Uh, Ideas just pop into my mind and then there's a very short uh, 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 duration from my thought to it actually happens. I I love making my, my fantasies come to life.
0: Amazing. <laughs> so what are the challenges of being a drag queen, like both personally and professionally? Like the worst challenges?
1: The worst challenges is to make people understand how much uh, how much time it takes to get ready. So when they hire me for a gig, uh, maybe I'm just going to sing uh, some songs for 15 minutes or half an hour. And then they're like, can you just pop into a dress and then just show up and do your little thing and then go home? and and now my manager is spending a lot of time telling people that five hours before I have to go out the door to get job then I'm actually working then I'm I'm shaving all my body hair and I am putting lenses in but doing all my makeup and uh, uh, cleaning my costumes and uh, fixing the choreography, warming my voice up, packing my PA um, uh, speakers and so I I can show up with with a good sound and then I have to uh, spend time to get there, and then put it all up, and then put it all down, and go home. So it's like a whole day experience to get me out there for five minutes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, like you spend. That's what they pay for. You spend so many hours yeah. preparing for for the show, yeah. and then you also spend time after the show Getting out, packing the everything back,
1: fixing the costumes again if something broke, and. You know, always upgrading my act. If 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 I get bored by it, which I do really quickly, then it has to get better and better and better and better somehow. So I will see what screw I can turn to make it even better.
0: So constantly fine-tuning everything. Yeah. So is it is it hard for for these uh, people and companies who hire you to understand the fact that you actually spend a a lot of work and effort in it.
1: Thanks for social media, I have uh, spent a lot of time telling people what what comes before the actual gig and showing them my transformation and I just got an ambassador for for Dior and they also showed my transformation. So how how does it start by me with a beard looking like a man and then to the full fantasy? Uh, What's the journey on the way there? And they have done so many different views on it so that people can see how much time and craftsmanship it actually takes to get there and that is making people understand better how much it takes
0: oh. um, what about your personal challenges like as a drag queen
1: really not that many i'm i'm living the, the the full fantasy and i'm surrounded by people who love me and who love my art Um, so i don't meet that much uh, bullshit on my way
0: oh that's good yeah <laughs> that's i did before
1: but it has changed It has changed a lot and what I also teach the women at my balesk workshop is, if you believe in something really, really badly yourself, then other people will find it much easier to buy what you're selling. But if you're not fully convinced on what you're selling yet, then it can be a lot harder to charge.
0: (laughs) Yeah, true. That's very true. So, um, I told my partner Jake that you were guesting my podcast. Yeah. And I want to tell you uh, what his comment on that was, or his reaction. So I was like, well, uh, Tina's just said yes to a guest on my podcast. And he was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) But he's so gorgeous as a man. He should be a model. And he's so beautiful as a woman. Oh, stop. (laughs) And I was like, okay. um, Challenged? (laughs) Nah, that was fine, um, <laughs> no, that's, but he wants to know, like, would you choose any other category to work with if you could go back and change?
1: No, of course not, then I would change it now, oh. I would never, I, I, I'm going in the direction my heart tells me to go, always, and if my heart tells me to stop doing, do, do, doing drag, I would have to find some other way to make money, but um, everything's just falling in place, and luckily people like what I what I'm doing. The worst situation for me would be if I was devoted to something that I couldn't make money of, so that my hobby couldn't become my full-time living. That would that would be horrible for me.
0: Uh, that would be really, really <laughs> horrible.
1: Because it's a very big life <laughs> investment I've done.
0: It is, it is, and I have seen your workshop, and wow, I mean, I've never seen so much glitter and feathers and whatnots in one place. But it's amazing like i literally love your work space i do <laughs> okay. and i i want your your uh, drag uh, makeup wardrobe, wardrobe. <laughs> actually I, I want that so um but lastly uh before we uh, end this yeah. do you have any advice to those who are like walking around maybe with a little drag in their heart but you know haven't really found a way to jump into it
1: Uh, Drag was a one-way street before. Now it has become a very loose term where many things is drag Um, So it it doesn't take much to come into the drag community Uh, Some people do drag because they have something inside they want to outlive and other people do it because they want to make a career out of it Uh, No matter what just get started. Just do it uh, if you're uh, ashamed or, or if you're afraid of what your mama may think if you live at home, then do it when she's asleep. Then put your lamp up and your little makeup mirror and then just put it, put it on and take it off. See what happens to you. So it doesn't stop your personal um, way of living. Um, and then to the women since we're talking drag, I would like to give a sweet advice since Kardashians has become so so luckily famous and they taught us everything we need to know about contouring. <laughs> Watch out now. If you are a woman and you still want to be looked at and uh, respected as a woman, watch out not to become a drag queen. Because there is another uh, drag box called full Queens, and that is real ladies with a whole lot of makeup on, maybe too much makeup. Um, And this I see in many people, uh, many women just going to town, and they have so much makeup on, almost more than me. So they are kind of selling an illusion that is not themselves no more. So when they sit in front of their makeup mirror, decide: Are you satisfied with with who you are, and should you just be the best version of you, or do you really want to be someone else? Because many ladies put on a mask when they do their makeup, and I, I'm also to women, I'm also to women, so, but, and when I see that, it turns me off.
0: Yeah, because I've 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 actually noticed that also because uh, I bartend sometimes at Nevermind. Yeah. And I have actually noticed like some of the women coming in, they are either very hipster and very young or they're very makeup like makeupy like There's
1: nothing wrong with it. But is it a costume party or is it your everyday living? Is it you or who's behind the makeup. What are you trying to hide? And people are not interested in seeing what you're trying to hide because insecurity has never been a way to go to find a partner or a, a quickie or whatever you're looking for.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: so it, everything is legal and everything is okay but just decide what you want to do and if if you don't feel like you're good enough and you have to pile on that much makeup to become pretty then you're not uh, understanding the beauty term correctly because beauty is so many things and many people are beautiful just as they are. See?
0: Now, all your girls, pay close attention. You are just as beautiful as you are. You all heard it. I heard it. So just remember it. Thanks for listening.